Folks, welcome back to the Primer Podcast and to the first episode of 2022. And trust me, this is going to be a monster year. We have so much planned for this year. It's actually ridiculous. Incredible guests coming on the podcast. We've got live events. We've got so much going on with clients and podcasters in the studio. It's going to be absolutely huge. So make sure you follow along on whatever platform you follow us on because you are going to have access to some serious value and some high level individuals this year. Now, if you're not familiar with flotation therapy, flow tanks or sensory deprivation tanks, that's what this episode is all about. Adam kindly invited me down to his facility in Malahide, which is one of two facilities he currently has. And we sat not in the tank itself, but in the flotation therapy room and did this podcast where Adam explained to me the benefits of flotation therapy, how it works and how you can improve your life by incorporating a habit like this into your routine. You might have heard about flotation therapy before from Joe Rogan. He's always talking about it. And I actually have my own first experience with Adam. Well, not with Adam in the tank, but with Adam and Flotation Therapy Ireland about three months ago now. And it was absolutely phenomenal. So it's definitely something I'm going to incorporate into my own routine going forward. Whether you were familiar with flotation therapy or not beforehand, this is an episode you definitely don't want to miss because Adam is so knowledgeable, not just about the tank and the experience itself, but about how to properly integrate it into your own routine, all of the benefits and all of the ways that it can help you enhance and improve your own life. So sit back, kick the feet up and enjoy this very first episode of 2022. And thank you, Mr. Adam Ward, for having us down to your lovely facility. Oh, and just before we start, this episode is actually sponsored by Flotation Therapy Ireland. Myself and Adam have put together a partnership and he's kindly offered a massive discount for anybody who wants to go down and try out Flotation Therapy for themselves with his company, Flotation Therapy Ireland. All you have to do is mention Primal or the podcast or myself when you're booking your experience. Now, I'm very, very careful with sponsorships and you won't hear too many on this particular podcast, but something like Flotation Therapy is something that I've personally experienced and I can absolutely vouch for. And not only that, I only like to work with people who have a genuine interest in improving the lives of those around us. And Adam Ward is absolutely one of those people. Not only does he run Flotation Therapy Ireland, he's also involved in the ISI. He's a personal trainer, strength and conditioning coach, and he's the kind of person that I have absolutely no problem associating with my name and the name of this podcast. So if you hear a sponsor coming on board with the Primal Podcast, you can know that I'm personally vouching for these people. So make sure you get your float booked in, treat yourself, enjoy your discount, and thank you once again to Adam and Flotation Therapy Ireland. Welcome to our shared journey to find the answers to questions about health, wellness, nutrition, performance, life, and success, and to craft the most resilient, hardy, and happy humans you've ever seen. Welcome to the Primal Podcast. Mr. Adam Ward. Dan, thanks for having me. Thanks, thanks for having me. <laughs> we're, we're actually, people can see here, we're actually inside, you're not inside your float tank, I keep no, joking, no. we're going to get inside the float tank, but inside the float room. Yeah. Um, so really appreciate you taking the time to have us here. Delighted to have you here, Dan. It's great to do something like this. Yeah, different. absolutely. Yeah. And I actually did a float, um, I've, I've explained on my Instagram before, but I came here, you kindly uh, offered to let me come here and I did a float about a month ago, maybe five weeks ago now, and it was absolutely fantastic. And I've known about this for like eight years, yeah. but typical me. I know about it, I talk about it, and do I ever do it? It takes me ages to do it, but um, it was an, an amazing experience. And when I got out, I did do a story on the Instagram. What I felt initially was, it was like my mind went from 
1,000 miles an hour or 20,000 RPM down to like one tot a minute. It was just slow down. Yeah, yeah. Um, but <clears throat> today for this episode, this is one of our primals episodes, so short, sharp, actionable information Absolutely, for people. Yeah, yeah. That's I was I hoping know. we might give people a bit of an understanding about, number one, what the, what the hell this thing is sitting yeah, beside yeah. us here, how it works, and then we'll dive a little bit deeper. So uh, maybe a little bit about your own background first, and we can explain what we're doing here. How far do you want me to go into my background on a flow tank? <laughs> just, just a bit of context on, uh, um, on, on exactly how I'll do you a bit more this. on my background on, on what I do at the moment. So I work across in the Irish Land Institute with Owen, who you've had on, and Robbie, who you've had on for a few times on your Making podcast. my way through the ISI staff yeah, one by yeah. one. Well, and you've had Sarah as well, actually, yeah. Um, and... I don't want to ever leave them. And that's the truth. So working for somebody to the point where you think it makes more sense to be working for yourself. And Owen had a room free in his clinic um, with no intentions of doing it. It was a concrete bunker, actually. So this, what, what we're sitting in right now was a concrete bunker. And this is actually part of the building next door. The building next door is a boat repair shop. So oh. this was where they'd done the engine repairs. So any fires around, it's pure concrete all around us, that's which cool. only actually lent to what I needed, which was pure soundproof, you know. So it's all concrete, concrete roof, concrete walls. And then I've put in soundproof insulation into everything. But this essentially was a concrete bunker and not really what we needed for the clinic. So I just I had not been going down and doing floats myself and whatnot. So I just said to own like, look, I really, I'm really into this flotation therapy. It, I think it only lends towards what you're doing anyways over there. Can we do it? And, and that's really how I get into it. So it's having my own business within Owen's business to some degree, you know? Okay, yeah. yeah. Make a great podcast studio in here. Oh yeah, well, it's, it's actually a much better setup than I thought we'd got. We could have, we could have lied to people and said we brought the tank to your office. But. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's, thanks very much for that explanation. Um, for anybody who doesn't know, because people might have heard of flow tank, sensory deprivation tank. The first place I heard it was the great Joe Rogan. Absolutely, Obviously, he's yeah, always yeah. banging on about flow tanks. Um, I loved the idea when I heard of, of sensory deprivation, because yeah. I'm always talking about, especially in the medical context, we're overstimulated all the time. But like, obviously, you just mentioned there before you set this up, you were taking part yourself and you were yeah. floating yourself. Where did that come from? Well, I'd, I'd gone and gotten massages, fascial stretch therapy, ART, and I'm a big fan of all of these um, forms of therapy. I'm, I'm not really against any form of therapy. I think everything has its place. Holistic doesn't really matter so long as it's right for the person, you know. Um, I'd been getting a lot of these, but I'm a bit of a, oh, there's a fly. There's a fly. No, that's just me. That's that's how I am. <laughs> Everything can distract me, you know? And I went down and did a float tank. I actually went down. My first one was with Robbie Owen. Actually got it for the two of us. We went down, did a float together. And I was like, wow, like that, that, that was me 101 because I couldn't get distracted. There was nothing to distract me. I couldn't even see my hand down when it was that close to me, you know? So I was going down to a place in Nace, which is still open. Um, and I was doing the floats down there and whatnot. And I just loved it. I did a fair few down there. And that was when I realized this is a therapy that I really can click with. And I was thinking about my clients, Robbie's clients, Owen's clients, everybody really going, everyone, there's no one I don't know that couldn't benefit from this to some degree. And not, there was none in North Dublin at the time. There was only one in South Dublin, which was um, Baggett Street. And then there was this place out in Nace. So I just thought, right, well, part of Owen's package, let's get it into the room um, and, and just have it more for air clients to begin with. But then we got a lot of external requests from guys that I know come to your place, Drew Hennessy, all these guys that do, do podcasts, they all adhered. We had one. They wanted to come over and use us. So then I went and I got a better tank and then we've opened up a second place in town ultimately um, to expand that a little bit further. But with it for me, it was just the one therapy that, as you said, people are overstimulated. And for me, I found that to be one of the biggest things was I couldn't be distracted. I can't just open my phone, see there's no notifications, close and do that again two minutes later. Because that's what we all do, fuck's sake. We open our phones for no reason, you know? So for me, I initially got into it from the physical aspect of it. Let's say people that uh, weight train, people, fighters, um, GAA guys, but now that I had it, have it, and I have it nearly coming up to about two and a half, three years now, it is corporate 101. 
This is the machine to help corporate people, to help these busy executives, these people that do not have that off switch, that are sitting at the screens all day long, don't get daylight, don't, might not even get to the gym. This is the way that you disconnect and that's where the sensory deprivation comes in. So there's flotation therapy and then there's sensory deprivation therapy. And I'm gonna bring this back and I don't know if you, have you ever watched Stranger Things? Oh, I love Stranger Things. Right, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I hadn't watched it at this particular point when I got my first tank. And in the first ever season, they make a float tank. They do. In the school hall, they make a flow tank out of a pool, but the way they sensory deprive the child in it, they 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 want her to go back to where where she is essentially. Oh, they put yeah, goggles on her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's she's in a bath of warm, oh, warm, yeah. salty water. So she's yeah, not sensory deprived, but then they take away her visual her, her um visual, so then she is sensory deprived. Yeah. Um so I I had bought the flow tank and I'd had it, and then I'm watching Strange Things going. What's going on here? I'm watching this and they're doing something that I've just invested in, like, you know. So it's been around. It's been around since 1954, if I'm right. I, I, don't quote me on that year, 1954, 1956. You're literally quoting yourself right now. On yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't quote me, whatever that is. Um, in and around that time, um, it's just not really kind of hit the market until the last 10 years. But now it's massive. Like, it seems to be really getting into the gym world, into the, the mental health world. That's probably where I think it's going to really take off next is the mental health is going to be a big problem, I think, in the next generation or so or over the next generation. It already is but more so over the next generation. We have what we've just dealt with over the last two years, you know, people have just been cooked up at home, more more of these sensory things, watching more TV, more laptops, not as much natural light or whatever. So something like this, what sensory deprivation is versus flotation therapy. Flotation therapy is essentially just floating. So if we mimic the Dead Sea, the Dead Sea is essentially what we're calling the, the flotation aspect without the lid. But with the lid on, the idea of that is, is that we take away the sound. That's what kind of part of the room was, soundproof in the room. And we take away sight. So when you're in it, you have got access to a light, but ultimately the, the goal is, is to turn that light off to take away your, uh, your uh, visual sensory. No sound. And then the water, the, the, and you might even be able to relate to this from being in it. You get into it first and you go, the water's warm. And then there's a point where you don't it's know nothing. where the water is. Your you, you're, you're outside, inside all yeah. feels exactly the same, you know, and that's ultimately what we're looking for. Because again, that takes away the sensory of temperature. You're not aware that you're even in the water anymore. And that's what sensory deprivation is about. It's trying to take away a fair few centuries so that you get full restlessness. You know? Yeah, and no, it's amazing. And that, that was what really caught my attention when I heard, because I'd heard of float tanks and I understood there's probably some physi physiological benefits to yeah. floating and obviously the salt and it's, it's Epsom salts essentially. Ho so a high grade magnesium sulfate Mag Epsom salt is what we use. And and I didn't really kind of go into what is flotation good for? For elongating our spine, for elongating yeah. our neck. You'd know that from being a physio, like who doesn't have back problems? Who doesn't have neck issues? And a lot of them stem from the neck going down anyways our hips, our knees, our calves, our ankles, you name it. We need to elongate all of this. And in that, that's essentially just like, you know, remember old stretch man? Stretch yeah, man as a child. Yeah, yeah. Stretch just like you're letting your body drift away from it. Your joints drift away from each other and get a little bit more fluid in. You walk after that, you'll go, geez, my, my knee feels more oiled. That is exactly what's happened. It's like somebody putting WD-40 on your joint, but because the space was allowed, that synovial fluid could get in and make your joint feel a little nicer and actually bring healing products buffering out any sort of damages and things like that. So yeah, no, yeah. It's, it's huge benefit from a floating and then the sensory deprivation aspect. Yeah, so that, that would have been how I heard of it first, obviously through the physio background and all that, the, the physical benefits of floating. Yeah. But then the sensory deprivation, why did I why that caught my attention so much? And anyone who listens to the podcast, listens to me shiting on all the time, will know how passionate I am about the fact that we're completely overstimulated. Yeah. And there is this quote, and I think I have actually remembered for the first time in history on the podcast, remembered, it, I think it was a French philosopher, Blaise Pascal, and he said the root of, most men's problems is their inability to sit quietly by themselves for five okay. minutes and we never switch off Absolutely. and you on the back I think we had it in the video on the back of your uh this Jumper, it, yeah, yeah. Um, everything works once you plug everything works once you plug it out and yeah, plug it back in again. Including you. Including you. Yeah. And for most people I have to be very careful saying most people I actually got called out on this by Jill the other day there before a huge amount of people in my experience there's no off period. 
and this was me as well because you wake up in the morning and you're on your phone and you're thinking about getting to work and then you're in the car and you're bombarded with this stimulus and you're in work all day and then you're in the car on the way home you go home you're on the phone again you watch TV you go to bed so there's no downloading no there's no off and you do that for a week you feel bad do it for a month do it for a year do it for a decade and I, I'm assuming these are some of the, the guys Absolutely. you're seeing the high level performers either physically sport wise CEOs whatever you're doing this for decades and there's no off ever. Yeah. There's no download and there's no resetting of your brain. So when I heard about something sensory deprivation, I was like, that's really interesting. And you've described it very well there in terms of the, because as I said, I was in, in Tank five weeks ago. You feel nothing. Nothing. Yeah. And that seems weird to say, but you're, you're floating, so you're not touching anything. The water's, what, what exactly temperature is it? 30? 34, 30, 93.5 degrees Fahrenheit. So okay. it's about 30, 40 33.7 degrees Celsius to be exact. Yeah, so yeah. it's pretty much body temperature. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. feel hot, it doesn't feel warm, it doesn't, feel, it doesn't even feel wet. It's no, just kind no, of weird to it. say. And did you notice when you get out, your hands weren't wrinkly? Yeah. Ah, there we go. That's a temperature thing as well. And Is it's it? also the osmolarity of the water. So the water, the osmolarity of the water and the temperature you of the water. You prepped for much, this podcast, much, I actually didn't prep for this. <laughs> I wanted to go all core here, but that, I was reading about it the other day, but it's it's quite interesting how you could do two hours and you won't get the wrinkly hands. It's amazing, actually. No prune hands. Yeah, yeah, another no benefit prune to, hands. To, yeah, to absolutely. Yeah, yeah. In, in the tank. Uh, but the big thing I noticed was for the first maybe 10, 15 minutes, all I could hear were my thoughts. It was yeah. like, it was like hyperdrive. I was like, gee, I thought it was supposed to be sensory deprivation here. Yeah, but yeah. I had just stopped distracting myself enough for all the thoughts to start to come in. And it, it kind of almost reminded me of that moment where you wake up and you're lying at, at nighttime, staring at the roof and you can't get to sleep and your brain is going into overdrive. Yeah. But that was just, just the very start. And then as soon as I relaxed into it, the, the first thing I felt was my body, my neck and my shoulders, like, what the fuck is going on here? It was just you, you thought you'd let go until I, you'd let I go. I thought I'd let go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was like, whoa, I was carrying so and then when I realized I was able to let go even more. Exactly. Yeah. I was floating. But then the second thing was all that buzzing started to slow down. And it probably took the full 50, 55 minutes, whatever yeah, it was. Yeah. But I could gradually feel the slowing down of those thoughts. Like my brain was like, right, let's actually process a few of these thoughts. Yeah. Because you haven't been processing this stuff and the thing that was your first time so yeah, like very first time, we, yeah. we as humans are terrible at turning off yeah. we're not we're not like Owen uses a great one in the course I'm going to bounce off Owen a lot because I've learned tons through Owen throughout the years but we can't mention him on this podcast anymore I have to pay him royalties now <laughs> <laughs> I mentioned his fucking name we're putting his name out there he, yeah. he's earning him from this Fair. but one thing he used to always say to people is is what do most people do at night time they sleep you know, that's like saying to a child that's watching a TV show still in her clothes, not even in her pajamas, grabbing her by the scruff, this is the word zone, say, go to bed. Yeah. You don't, there's a process. Oh, You've got to say, right. I try that with Zoe now, i for it, yeah. It won't work. No. But, you know, this is your last episode. Okay, get your pajamas on. So there's yeah. a process to getting your child in bed before she loses the plot. Whereas if you grab her and throw her into bed, she's going to kick up a fuss, you know. So we're the same. We take time to learn how to turn off, you know. And we, we ask for feedback all the time when we, we people book in. They get a, an email the next day asking how their experience was. And ultimately, like a lot of people are like, oh, it wasn't for me. And what I find with that is, is maybe it wasn't. That's completely fine. Or maybe you just weren't able to get the true benefits. When I did my first one, they had said to me at the time, your third one would be your best. And I was like, oh, good sales tactic, you know, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to use that one, back. you know. But they weren't wrong. I went in on my third one, Dan, and I, I remember thinking, they're ripping me off. Why the fuck are they telling me? Sorry for the language. Why, why uh, the hell listen, are they? please, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, why the hell are they telling me my time's up? I'm only in here a few minutes. And in fact, I'd been there for the full hour and 10 minutes, which, which just blew me away. And that happened to be my third one as well. So 
I, all I can say is thanks to them, you know, but they were right because the first time I was fascinated, I was like, you see the Simpsons? The Simpsons have a yeah, yeah, now, yeah, 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 But yeah. I was like, you know, touching one side and then about 30 seconds later, my shoulder hits the other side and then I was doing that. And I was fascinated by it. I was kind of just not really going to switch off. I was just happy that I was in it. And maybe in that particular time, I was only getting the flotation benefits, yes. maybe not the sensory uh, deprivation benefits. The second time, again, half an hour, still fascinated, eventually switched off. Third time, out completely out and why because we get better at doing things the first time you squatted you didn't hit a pb took you a fair few times before you got to a pb kind of thing you know so the first time you try and meditate you will not get the benefits of it you know so i do think for a lot of people it's trying to calm down and thinking if you've been busy for a decade as you've said maybe a year maybe a month maybe a week or maybe a decade or in a lot of cases that we work we're over in the gym dan three decades People are coming to us going, I need to make a massive life change because for the last 30 years, I've not done X, Y, and Z. I've taken no down them. How did they expect to switch off in the first time? Do you know? Yeah. So that is where sometimes giving yourself the right approach, not being in a rush. If you're coming to flow, don't be in a rush. Being in a rush is probably one of the worst things you can do. On this, I'm going to throw in another little uh, curveball. The Breath Works, who I believe you're working with, Seamus Fox, oh, he's actually self. doing a 10-minute meditation that we will be offering in our city center location to start with, and then eventually out here in Malahide. So that'll be on the website, hopefully, that you can say, I would like a 10-minute meditation to assist people switching off. Because oh, not, everyone knows, not everyone knows how to switch off. Like, I know breathing techniques. You may know breathing techniques. For a few people might know breathing techniques, but not everybody, and probably not our corporate people. Corporate people won't see the benefit of breathing, unfortunately, you know. Yeah. But if they can go in and opt, yes, I'd like 10 minutes at the start of, of meditation, slash a bit of breathing so Seamus is going to do up a 10 to 15 minute intro for us incorporating his stuff incorporating what's right for the flow tank because sometimes breathing could actually be too um, strong for switching people off they start doing that in the shower you could slip you know so he's doing it in the right way that he feels would be the right process for getting people calm enough to to switch off in the flow tank and not and not too not to let go too much that they have any negatives to that as well you know so yeah so I've been chatting to Seamus about getting that going as well because I just think that's a touch that I think will add something different for people you know that is class man I'm smiling here as you say that for several reasons one Seamus Fox the gent I actually did his his Brett work class last Monday I was on a witch it yeah 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 good stuff Um, I I really struggle really struggle to switch off even though I know all the stuff that's good for me I know not that I know all the breath work techniques but I know a lot of breath work techniques and all the meditation techniques so I try and journal I really struggle so for me I need help I need something to facilitate that and I found it the same when I got in here I didn't actually prep but I was aware of the intent and set and setting and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And you often hear people who, I, I've said it to many people who have literally said what I'm about to say to you now, that it never worked for me. And like, you're human, so it will work for you. Absolutely. And that's a conception you have in your head. But I understand what they're saying because I'm the same. I really struggle to feel the benefits. Last Monday, it took me 30 minutes to get in. I I find it hard to do the breathing work because mm-hmm. like the first 20 minutes I'm like I'm not feeling this but I know I have to just keep I have to trust keep with the it. process yeah, yeah. it's like you, you in, in the PT world like you're not going to get a six pack in three weeks absolutely but I have to trust that you know what you're doing and if I do the things you tell me to do I can get whatever I want lose weight put on muscle whatever but there's a trust in the process yeah but I think that's a fantastic idea to have something that facilitates you getting into the zone yeah. before you get in here. Because when I said this to people and they were saying, oh, I could never switch off in there, they were just picturing getting in and just like thinking about the cooking and thinking about this and thinking about that. So let me say, first of all, that's why it's sensory deprivation. Am I correct? It, yeah. re- it removes a lot of the distractions you would usually Absolutely, have. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. So you're kind of in an optimal zone for thinking. But you have breath work to that. Yeah. That's amazing. That, but, but the breath work's goal is to get them sensory deprived as well. Because as you said, you, for half an hour, you could barely 
get that full benefit. Yeah. So the goal is, is these people that are inexperienced with breeding or are inexperienced with meditation that they don't need to know or do any prior reading that they can come in, opt, yes, I'd like to try that and get their 10 minutes and it'll work oh. for them or it won't, but I can promise you it'll be better than not getting in the first place, you know? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I just think, because I see this going, I got this initially for the fires and things like that and I was like, yeah, we're going to get some good benefits, but I truly seen that the nervous system was getting the re reward and this is where these corporate guys don't really, they burn the candle at both ends. A corporate, a typical corporate person goes out on a weekend to to mentally switch off and that does mentally switch off but it doesn't physically reward you you know and then they're going into monday at a six out of ten 60 percent battery but guess what i promised our phones at 100 percent. yeah why because without our phone we're lost you know so this is and you've, i'm sure you've had people talking about you know our recovery charts and things like that i want that when people get in here that they're bringing themselves close to that 100 percent for a monday morning to feel good for the start you know i do encourage people to Go to it later in the week if they are busy people, Thursday evening, Friday evening, on the weekend, so that you've had a bit of a hard week. Whereas the, I had a guy in this morning, and he, he had done one before, and he says, this one wasn't as good as my first one. I said, well, what day did you do your first one? He says, I think it was a Friday. And I was like, well, there we go then, you know? So yeah, you're going to be a little more burnt out on a Friday, 10 o'clock or 12 o'clock in the Monday morning. Maybe you just don't need it just yet, you know? Yeah. I think we all need it at, at different points of our life. Anyways, we could all get benefits of it on a Monday morning. But for some people, if you feel that you need to be a bit more burnt out, well then put it in the right place to be to fall when you think you'll get most benefits from it, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, definitely with something like this, it is biggest for the mind, I think. And that's what's going to that's gonna develop over the next 10 years, I think. And as, exactly. I, as I mentioned to you, I want to do some of my own testing incorporated with this. So we want to use some um, like HRV stuff. It's called the Omega Wave. So we're going to do pre and post Omega Waves to see with corporates versus, let's say, physical guys, the benefit, the different benefits. Just if you don't mind, for anyone who doesn't know what HRV, would you mind just giving so, me a So uh, HRV is heart rate variability. So that's not necessarily our heart rate. It's the variability score in between our heart rates. And HRV is used in a lot of athletic sports to some degree. It could be used in corporate worlds as well. Do you know, I don't think it's known as much in that area. I think Owen was obviously a big advocate of that. Um, but that's kind of telling people their readiness. Now, I'm not, a, I'm not a sole believer of if it says you're ready, you're ready. And if you're not ready, you're not ready. Because I've seen the opposite with that as well but it gives people an idea you know it's like checking your blood sugar it's not always exact but it'll give you a ballpark you know so what i want to do is with this is, is hrv i want to see if people are burnt out i nearly want to get people that are burnt out give them a 45 minute flow and then do another test after that and see what kind of do we increase their readiness or do we decrease it? i don't know something like this could maybe turn you ever you do much travel yeah, yeah right do you ever get back from a lot of travel and then just hit rock bottom yeah 100 yeah you know it's like your body just knows i can't switch off now i'm in hong kong or i'm in canada or I'm wherever i've got too much to be doing and then you go home and you're absolutely wiped so some people could get into something like the flow tank and get that wiped feeling from it and end up having to take a couple of days off because it was their t it was the one thing that told their body you need more of this you need to recover more you know so um, the HRV is a good way of showing that, but the HRV is a daily score. It's something you have to do and get an average and things like that. The HRV is beneficial in so many ways, not just training, because if you had allergies, Dan, and you were eating what you're allergic to, your HRV score could represent that. Not saying it's accurate, I'm not saying it's exact, but it will represent that as in, oh, I ate a pizza yesterday and I know I'm intolerant to dairy yeah. or I'm an, I'm of an allergy to dairy. Your HRV score might represent that the next day, you know? So HRV can do a huge amount, but we're more looking at it from the mental side of it. The other thing that I mentioned is what's called the omega wave. So the omega Mega wave is like a HRV. Let's call it HRV on steroids. It checks much more than just your readiness. It checks which nervous system is ready, which style of training you could be doing. It might say you're ready today, but you're not ready to max out. 
but today is a cardio day. Or today, actually, don't do cardio. You're not, you're not able for that oxidative stress. Today is more of an explosive dynamic day or something like that, you know? So that's a little bit more of the gold standard when it comes to the HRV testing. That's typically what we're going to use. So we're going to do pre-omega um, 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 wave followed by post-omega wave to see what kind of results we get and where we get them. Do we get them in the hormonal system? Do we get them in the nervous system? And that's kind of what I want to know more about. So that'll be on our next two-hour podcast. Absolutely, 100%. <laughs> yeah, we're going to blow through the time limit on this one now. This is fascinating to me. And I love this. I, and I've, I think I've said this in every subs because we've done a few of these short form primers episodes yeah. now. Owen was on one, we'd Sean Canan on, we'd Brian O'Loughlin. And the principles coming through, the exact same ones that are coming through with you here now. Something like this is a fantastic tool, but it's only a tool. And Absolutely. you need to understand how to use it, yeah. where to use it. You need to make time and plan to use it. You need to build it into your schedule. We talked about calendar training with Brian. And a big takeaway for me from that, I've been talking to Brian a lot about that, is planning your rest time, understanding that you're going to need this. Even if like this is not something that you would leave a bit of day where, well, you can, obviously, but you sporadically do it. This is something that you can plan into your, your system, your calendar. Absolutely. To become a better corporate CEO, athlete, yeah. what, father, whatever you want to be. It's a tool that you can use to enhance that. But I think a resistance that some people find to stuff like this is there's, they're so distracted and there's so many things going on they don't really have any belief that something like this could fix their lives. Completely agree. That's not what it's about. No. It's a very powerful tool used in the context of a plan that you have for your life. But it, I, I don't know, do you get this kind of, people saying these kind of things, but I see this a lot, not with float tanks, but with anything in general, exercise, eating well, um, whoop bands to monitor your HRV, yeah, yeah. float tanks, anything. You, the... The, res- the initial resistance or the initial motivation people, the motivation people need to take the first step is usually the scariest part. I have to sit down and analyze myself. And again, this, this comes in. I have to give myself time to understand what's going on in my life. Am I burnt out? Am I too high energy? Am I overstimulating myself? And then I have to make a plan. And it's that phase, that one little start phase, I find is the hardest for most people. It was hard for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But once you do it, then you can plan in, right, once a month, I'm going to have a flow, twice a month, whatever it is. I've heard Joe Rogan speaking about the podcast, and what he says is he does two hours in there quite commonly to make business decisions. He gets in for the purpose of that clarity, that, that, that stillness, that you know. Nuts? It's amazing, though, and he's right, because have that tool. what else can you be focused on? The second flow I went to did, I brought one of my athletes down. He had won a fight, and I was thinking, right, I could bring him out and get a few drinks. Is that rewarding him, or is that helping towards him being a better athlete? No. So let's go and do a flow. So we went down and did one again down in Nace, um, and we did one together, but for him, one of the the biggest thing was it was an hour, maybe 90 minutes, let's say, of social media. No, we were in two different <laughs> things. I wanted to. Um, but um, 90 minutes of a social media detox. Imagine that. Imagine slapping somebody's phone out of their hand for 90 minutes. That's what we need to be doing, unfortunately. Yeah. And that's why he actually came out and said to me, he says, you know what I found what was great about that? And the same person I'm talking about has opened up a float center in Essex. No way. <laughs> yeah, so he's, he's from, um, he's originally from Essex. He was coming over to train here. Um, but he's back over there and he's now got flotation therapy Essex. But again, something he was able to, because he'd be very similar to me. Oh, there's a fly. You know, that kind of attitude or straight away. I for that feckin' fly. There probably is one now. Um, but he, he was able to see the benefits as well, the physical benefits of in, in that sense. But I think you're right. People think, well, one hour and that won't change it. Well, if you did it more regularly or if you programmed it in right, I get a lot of my clients to program in active recovery. So, or I do it for them. A lot of them, if they ask me to do them a plan, I don't really do food plans. I do more kind of food I do more meal organization is what I do, okay. right? And, and what I do across the way. But I would put in on a Monday, Wednesday, Friday, two kilo Epsom salt bath, one kilo Epsom salt bath. I tell them to do it because I know as a coach, if recovery's not there, nothing's going to work. And that is, a, yeah. without a doubt, Fact. okay, when you're dealing with athletes, you got to push them through some of them tougher stages. But with your average clients, you're going to get more benefits out of recovering them more than training them more. A lot of them just want to get a sweat, 
be out of breath and think that's enough. But unfortunately, what do they do? They go and wrap that up with something like a croissant or something. Whereas actually an hour in here, it would actually do, be much more beneficial to their body for them to feel better. Maybe if they felt a bit better in the mind, they make better decisions, you know, yeah. and you will feel better in the mind from this. Without a doubt, you will. Yeah, it's not the principles again. Sean, can I spoke about this from an aerobic conditioning point of view? Less is more. Yeah. The recovery is more important. Most people he sees who aren't, who aren't progressing or advancing now are people who are not optimizing their rest or their recovery. And like, this is an age old thing. Obviously my background in, in, in sports and fitness and um physio as well same thing it's yeah. all about the recovery all about the recovery who said this i heard this in a podcast the other day it was brilliant maybe it was it obby marcus or something like that but they were talking about the um the people who win f1 races the yeah people with the fastest pit stops the people who can do the most for regenerating new tires new oil new petrol to, to the people who do that the most efficiently are the people who win the race it's not the fastest on the track not the fastest driver it's the team it's the team yeah the yeah. recovery team the team yeah. who fixed the vehicle the best pit stop is usually the team who wins the race that's fucking brilliant yeah because it's so true whereas you would nearly ignore all of the team and think about the driver how fast can he yeah, go go, yeah. go 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 but that that has a limit on it absolutely it has, and it's like us and I, I, per, I can speak from personal experience i've burnt out many a time yeah from no recovery just push 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 and my performance is consistently going down down and I, I don't just mean physically i just mean yeah, yeah. everything yeah um and when you take the time to actually invest in your recovery and then start to build that into your week and into your day and take active time for it hence i'm going to be coming back for all my vlogs yeah, yeah. uh you, you, your performance across the board your cognitive performance your emotional performance your food decisions absolutely better. your your obviously your physical and sporting performance it's absolutely outrageous but the principles are so solid but even from a, a stress point of view dan when people are stressed out and we're going to get a little more towards let's say blood chemistry but even when people are stressed out your blood sugars will be out of whack yeah you know and that's yeah. where something like this like this is where you're going to detoxify your brain you only do that in the the deepest part of your sleep you will do that in there like you know so i, I can't think of the, the correct process but if i'm right it's called your glymphatic system. system yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so you detoxify your brain and something like this when you get that restfulness. You know, you get obviously get that same benefit in bed, but maybe some people aren't even sleeping properly, you know. So something like this, I think, should be programmed into your program. You know, if you're doing weight training, if you're doing yoga, it doesn't really matter. Something like this should be part of your, your plan, you know. And not just this. Maybe maybe it's a cryo bath. Maybe it's a hyperbaric chamber. Maybe it's multiple different forms of treatment, but we should be incorporating physical beneficial treatments in to our to our life you know to make sure that we're not hitting that burning the candle on both ends a lot of people are so focused on eating right training right but again if you're not recovering you don't get the benefit of both of them either yeah, like you know yeah. and if you're not mentally feeling good mentally feeling good if you're dieting all the time you're not going to feel good mentally you talk to any physique girl none of them feel great mentally at the time you know yeah. where something like this will contribute to your mind it'll help clear out your mind help you make better decisions like joe rogan does he gets in it to make decisions you know i've often done it where i get in with no intent to fall asleep most times i get in and i just don't set an alarm and I just hope whatever time I wake up, I wake up. You actually asked me something on that about falling asleep, am I right? Yeah, yeah. yeah so you had a fear of falling asleep, did you? Not that I had a fear of falling asleep. I, I, and what, it was more like, because you said I was going to get a knock on the door and I was like, if I fall asleep, I'm not going to hear the knock on the door. Yeah. And then I had this, this vision. I'd be like, I'd be lying there in the float tank and be people banging outside. No one's going to get in. And then you'll have to call a bunch of lads and a bunch of lads that burst into the room and I'm in the floor. What's going on? Um, but no, it wasn't, again, I think it was a fear of switching off. Yeah, yeah. A resistance to switching off. And as I said, it took me about 30 minutes to, to start to get that like, down cycle and by the time I got out I was like whoa and, and, and to be fair not everyone switches off in the first one I always ask people for feedback because feedback from two ways one I want to kind of get feedback so I kind of know who this is appealing to who's benefiting from it but also feedback to improve my services you know so I'd often ask people you know is there anything that you would like done different you know if it's makeup wipes I'll get them kind of things yeah, you know because yeah. I always want to give that but I always ask you most people only do about 40 minutes in their first one because they can't let go like you said it's yeah. that that thought of actually fully letting go we're afraid to let go Dan 
people are afraid to feel oh, their 100%. emotions and whatnot, yeah, yeah. you know. And you will, you could get upset in something like that, you know, Definitely. because you could calm your body down enough that you start feeling some things that hurt you or some things that you're upset about deep down, you know. So you could get upset in something like this because yeah. you're getting into that stillness, you know. This is something I actually talk about. I wasn't planning on going here, but you brought it up, so let's go here. It's something I, th- I talk about and think about quite a lot. And it's kind of running from that monster. And I, I feel that the reason most of us distract ourselves so much, we're, like we're almost happy being distracted by our jobs and our. Bu- we're all we're all so busy. We're all so busy. We can't sit for. People can't even go to the toilet now without having their phone know, and scrolling. But we're actively stopping ourselves from thinking about things that might be scary. We know there's stuff there, that, and I'm not necessarily talking about tra- massive trauma. Yeah, of course. We know there's stuff there we don't want to have to think about, so we distract ourselves. But that just builds up inside. Yeah. So when you are, you're dead right. When you are in something like this, there, there, there definitely could be a fear that you start to get emotional and you start to connect with stuff. But that's where the good stuff comes from. Yeah, I'm, absolutely. I'm saying this from experience. I'm saying this from talking to so many experienced people. That's the shadow work. I spoke to Pat Dively about this. That's the dark work or whatever people want to call it. Loads of different phrases. When you lean into that a little bit and you accept that and you embrace that. Yeah. My God, there's growth on the other side. It's an unreal the growth. I'm going gonna, gonna to bounce that onto Seamus's calls, right? So on oh, the yeah. first the first call I did with Seamus, loved it. Amazing. A lot of feel goods from it. Second call I lost, as in I, I went to a different place. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. My, obviously, maybe just two weeks in a row that my breathing was better. But I kind of left. But the third week, I was afraid to go back there again. Wait, yeah. I don't know what it was. Like, nothing direct stood out to me, but it was also a scary thought. Yeah. Don't let him go that far again. Because yeah, I, tr- yeah, I had to yeah. open my eyes to make sure I was still where I was. You know, yeah. I was convinced I'd left the living room. <laughs> so I had to open my eyes. That's just like a delicate experience. That's exactly what it was. And the third week, Seamus then messaged me and said, how'd you get on week three? And I said, Seamus, I couldn't let go. Didn't want to let go. Yeah. And maybe it's because I, I don't know what I would have felt, you know, but I didn't want to let go week three. And then week four, which you were on last week, I did let go again kind of thing. Yeah. You know, but we're, we are afraid to let go because sometimes 100%. we don't want to feel upset. We don't want to feel sad. We don't want that soft memory, whatever that might be, you know. Yeah. Um, but we need it. You know, you're a better person when you get it out there. You're, you're, you feel that weight coming off you, Dan. You really do, you know. Oh, so fact, yeah. like after my second, the second week with Seamus on the Breathworks, I felt light. Like, I felt like somebody that was standing there stood off me. Do you know, it was really weird. Nothing to relate to, you know, nothing yeah. big, nothing big trauma, trauma wise. Just felt much lighter, much freer, you know. So, I hope I'm not eating into our 30 minute time. Uh, so, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't even know. Or the hell are we going there now? We all right for still good? We'll, we'll keep, okay, we'll, yeah, we'll keep, yeah, we'll keep yeah. going no, with it because no, I'm fascinated yeah, with yeah. this. This is really, really, really interesting stuff. Um, I'm, I'm, I've been very, very fascinated lately about this concept that you're talking about there about letting go and su- submitting and going deep into that darkness. And again, I'm, I'm trying not to over exaggerate here. I'm of not course. saying everyone has deep, deep, deep darkness, but there's, there's a part of all of us I believe that we just ignore, and that's where the real kind of personal emotional growth is. And I've been very fascinated by psychedelics yeah, for a long yeah. time, and I've actually had a, quite a few experiences recently with psychedelics and right. different journeys. And I can definitely say something like this. And funny enough, Seamus' last breath class, it's the same thing. And I find it really interesting because I obviously worked in the medical industry for 12 years and I've seen a lot of people with serious mental health issues and SSRIs and medications and diagnoses and prescriptions and all that kind of stuff. And I get it. I understand it in certain contexts. However, the vast majority of people that I saw were the same as me and you on a much, much grander scale, yeah. dealing with really, really difficult psychological issues that needed work. And I find with a lot of talk therapy, like your, your typical therapy, most of those people can't let go enough to engage in the talk therapy. Yeah. So why I got so interested in psychedelics was exactly that, because there was, there was a lot of talk coming out from the States and South America and Canada and places like this on using those kind of tools mm-hmm. to facilitate somebody letting go and having effective talk therapy. Yeah, yeah. So combining all the combination therapy, functional medicine, holistic yeah, approach, yeah. like you know all these words, you yeah. know, we love these words. And something like this 
is the exact same kind of thing. I view Absolutely. all these things as part of a toolbox. It doesn't have to be psychedelics or breathwork or journaling or float or sensory deprivation tank. But all of these things are tools there that would allow us and again, I'm thinking of these people I saw who went through, the, these poor people went through the ringer and ended up on medications that were numbing them even further. Yeah. And I get it in terms of psychosis and stuff like that. I get the management protocols. However, there's no solution there. No, there's for no people. end point. No end point. No. Where are you going? The, the end point is leaning in. Yeah. Whether that's with supervision and people helping you or by yourself doing stuff like this. But it's it's it's, it's undeniable for me now having experienced something like this, having experienced breathwork, having experienced psychedelics. That is the way forward. Yeah. And now it can't be denied because it's in the news, they're researching it. Absolutely, yeah. Depression and anxiety and all that kind of stuff. And the last 10 minutes in the float tank, the last day, it was a similar, now obviously not as intense, but a similar feeling to me as like a psychedelic journey. Yeah. Where yeah. You, I've submitted, you've let go, you've agreed, right, I'm here to do the work. And Absolutely. once you do that, yeah, you're like, yeah. oh. And that's what people probably should think about it like then. Definitely. Is, is I am going in there to submit. I'm going in there because it's you on your own. You know, you're not yeah. the else here. You don't have to answer to anyone. Yeah. When, when people come out and I say to them, you know, how was your journey? I can tell the people that don't want to open up, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was fine. And I won't dig. It's not my job to dig. I just hope you had a good journey. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. and that's just kind of how I am. I would love to hear everybody's story because I'm sure each one of them are unique in their own way, you know. Yeah. But yeah, coming in to, to let go, to submit, you know, I, I kind of like that now that you've said it that way because I've never really thought about saying that to somebody. I hope you're going in there to let go if you feel like that's what you need, kind yeah. of thing. If you need but it. it could benefit a lot of people, yeah. Well, I think everybody needs it, but, yeah. you know, without putting that on anybody, if you feel you need to let go, well, then go in with that impression. But that's where the breathing techniques will help and the meditation techniques that Seamus is doing for us will definitely help people let go you know yeah. and to have it as an optional tool rather than a force tool because again some people don't want to let go they might just want the physical benefits of this and not the mental benefits you know yeah. and that again is completely fine and that is something like you can float with the door open for people that are claustrophobic and things like that except that doesn't give you the benefit of the sensory deprivation that's just giving you the kind of flotation benefit of it all you yeah, know and yeah, yeah. um, there are ways around it but i do think you're right people need to come in and, and submit to letting go like you know yeah, I, I, I never, I don't give advice. I sound like I'm giving advice all the time, but I never give advice. It's not my place to give advice. I just like giving information and obviously getting expertise from people like you. But if I, if I was to give my opinion on what might maximize an experience like this for someone who's new to it, even someone who's not new to it, I would definitely do a bit of writing beforehand, even if you hate it and you're not good at it, on what the intent is. Why are yeah. you coming here? What's the point? Why could, did you book it? And it could be something so simple as to feel good or to relax, or it could yeah. be as simple as that. But once you write it down, it, it, Start the thought process of I'm doing this for a reason. You don't just rock up. Sorry, Adam, I'm late. I'll dive in. I'll get out of your hair now in a second. Yeah. You've thought about this before you come. That's step one. Absolutely. Step two, and you can correct me on any of these if I'm wrong, I would definitely advise people to engage in some sort of breath work if it's available and it's guided for them, especially if you're yeah. providing it, um, to prep for actually getting in, to get the, again, to get the benefit out. And then step three, when you're in there, really, really just focus on being and that sounds really weird but you know what i mean you know I what understand, i mean yeah, when yeah. you're in there don't try and think about anything specific and definitely don't try and think about not trying not to think yeah so i ended up doing a video of most people going i'm not going to think of anything when you go in and say that you think of everything, everything. <laughs> so the best thing to do is go in with what you're planning to think about yes. and if you're planning to think about breathing oh well and good if yeah. you're planning to think about keeping your eyes open and watching the light change color oh well and good but do not go in with nothing because yeah. if you go in with nothing everything will appear yeah you know yeah. so yeah you, you nailed it and actually definitely. that's a great one because I, I really find it helpful because i get so distracted i'm like that that's what you point this fake fly out i'm still trying to find the fake fly <laughs> I, when I, if I, if I'm given something like a, a breath pattern, like box breathing, then I'm like, right, that's my job. I'm going to focus on the 
the far in, the far out, the far hot. Within about five minutes, I'm, I'm gone. I'm just oh, in a different plan. Yeah, Because yeah. I've just been focusing so hard on this thing. I've shut everything else off Absolutely. and then I can let go. you went in with something to focus on. And even though exactly. that focusing was counting your seconds, it, it was enough for you to distract everything else. It's like they say, count sheep before you go to bed as well. Same kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. But that would be kind of my, my perfect having massive experience with one grand total of one floats ever yeah, yeah. but just understanding this landscape as you said of submitting and exploring your mind and re- getting that release that is what i think and the next time i come here it's exactly what i'm going to do i'm not going to take psychedelics but i'm going to do some do some writing that's do the third time that's the third time yeah. <laughs> you provide them as well yeah not quite not quite we can't say that in the podcast guys <laughs> cut <laughs> uh yeah a little bit of journaling and intent and it can be as simple as one line it doesn't have to be an essay some breath work beforehand and then really get in there and submit um, i had a question that popped into my head there i'm not gonna you've given me an idea i'm oh. going to patent it all right i'll write this down i'm quick. going <laughs> to put a whiteboard on the wall now Oh, I love and it. I'm going to ask people to a grateful log before they get in. That's You've given me an idea. Super. So that's, that's a super brilliant. idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah deadly. Well done. Um, take advantage of that, guys. <laughs> um, I had a question I wanted to ask you. Um, I'm not going to, I know we're, we've blown through the 30 minutes here. No, so we can go whatever though, yeah. Uh, you mentioned magnesium. Now, magnesium, obviously, very, very important. Absolutely. I'm taking magnesium, and it's it's not that it's revolutionized my life. It's massively improved my sleep. Right. And actually, my training as well, and my lifting and stuff like that as well. I know it's important for absorption of vitamin D, or as if Robbie was here, say, yeah, hormone yeah. D, he not posted, vitamin D. He posted it today, yeah. Did he post it today? <laughs> he did, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, vitamin yeah. D is not a vitamin, it's a hormone. Good man, Robbie Bennett. Um, but talk to me about absorption in something like this. Can you absorb the, you, mi- the minerals? So what I would say is you could. Could you absorb enough to top up your magnesium levels, I highly doubt that is okay. my answer to that. I do believe people should be taking magnesium as a supplement because it is deprived in almost all of our foods to some degree now. Um, you can absorb enough. I would say you'd probably only absorb enough to maybe if you're having twitches, like muscle twitches, like a horse would get after a race or something like that. If you're having restless leg, do I believe you'd be absorbing enough to get a much more restless sleep or to aid your Krebs cycle with magnesium? No, I don't believe that okay. at all. So I think you're going to get the relaxing sides of the magnesium benefits rather than the, let's say, the energy side. Because you could take magnesium in the morning, Dan, and get energy from it. Yeah. And you take it in the evening and start getting tired from it, you yeah. know. And obviously there's so many different kinds. So this is a magnesium sulfate. So this is just a bit more of a relaxing magnesium um, I don't think you could be absorbing that much that you would be dependent on that to get your magnesium in, though. Definitely not. Okay. But as I said, from you'd get physical benefits. Maybe you lose a twitch. Like, you know, you get the eye, eyelid twitch or something like that. Yeah. That's 100% just a small magnesium deficiency. Could be localized. Um, restless leg is when you're sleeping, you kick your duvet over your head kind of thing. Yeah. I get that probably we'll once. Kick the missus. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's intentional. <laughs> um, something like that you could get the benefits from, but certainly not enough. So the magnesium, the salt that's used is a 49% magnesium sulfate um, salt. So it's a high percentage magnesium. And then just on that, if anyone is doing, that's listening to this, is doing even Epsom salt baths or anything like that, one thing I would say is make sure you're using it. Uh, if you're doing Epsom salt bath, make sure you get good grade Epsom salt, but also make sure you're using enough, you know, because I just think of this as an Epsom salt bath on steroids, really, right? Okay, Let's yeah. think about it that way. It's just a high level of salt. You're looking at it, um, a thousand pounds of salt for 800 liters. Like, so it's a lot of, um, it's a lot of salt. Like, you know, it's- it Won't be cheap either. <laughs> Jesus, 20 bags or something like that, you know? Yeah. Um, so you're, you're getting a lot, you get, there's a lot of salt in it. And, uh, I'm, I've lost my school of thought. What were we talking about again? But the magnesium. The magnesium. Yeah. Um, with the amount that's in that, and people are putting a cup or two cups into their bath it's not enough okay so i would throw a number out there and this is not don't again this is me just throwing stats out there that i've given to my clients to see some benefits. on instagram as gospel and <laughs> um, about for 50 kilos of body weight or let's say even 25 kilos of body weight around a half a kilo of salt we should wow. be using you know Jesus. who's doing that dan nobody nobody do you yeah. know so like you see people with this massive i don't know 200 liter bath and a cup of salt yeah i'm sorry but that's that's not doing that that's like, nice putting, that's like putting salt into your uh into your your puff for your eggs for your poached eggs you're gonna put more on the eggs when they come out <laughs> 
yeah, do you know yeah, so fair, yeah. it's just not enough so I would be putting in if I was a 75 kilo person I'm putting in about one and a half kilos per bath if I want to get some form of absorption okay. that you're not going to flow you're not going to flow this is just a recommendation for Epsom salts but you will withdraw some of the Epsom salts then okay. in through if you, if you want to absorb some through yeah. from twitches or anything like that you know you definitely didn't do your homework before this podcast none of it no, no. none of it so no, you're fair no. play to you but flying. see I do, I do like this is the thing though yeah, what, what do. I do I recommend this stuff do you know this is this is what I do every day I yeah. recommend although I have this again if somebody said to me Adam what's beneficial to do a 65 euro flow tank once a month or do three Epsom salt baths a week three Epsom salt baths a week yeah. you're going to get more benefits out of that long term you know if you want to do something like this oh well and good you know but I always try and give out usable so the numbers are in my head from, from yeah, giving it out yeah. to people you know but they're just my own recommendations just something I've personally seen benefits with you know okay. and it's a realistic amount of salt you yeah, know so fair, yeah. here's a big massive bath and here's a little snot <laughs> salt you know so another fear more than the question some people say is the claustrophobic people they, I know, actually, my mom is quite claustrophobic because man, she doesn't know would she be able to handle this. And I was like, no, you can put a light on if you want. Yeah. You can open it up whenever you want. She's like, what if, the, what if it doesn't open? And that's obviously, it's an irrational fear. Yeah, that's yeah. What claustrophobia is. It's an irrational fear. Um, do you get people who are claustrophobic? So before I did this, I thought about that. So I did two things in this room. These, these outside lights are on a sensor and I can overwrite that sensor. So I've done it in a way that they're on the sensor for everyone on, and on my pre-questionnaire form, I'd ask people, are they claustrophobic? Uh, and that's not because they, they tear them off, just to give me an idea to approach when they come into the room to approach it differently. When you say you're claustrophobic, are you afraid of light or are you afraid of small space? So I kind of investigate the claustrophobia to make sure what kind it is, you know? If it's a small space, what's good about it is these lights could be off and you've still got full control of the light on the inside. Yeah. So what I do is I recommend a lot of people when they're, if they are claustrophobic, is one, they can leave the pod halfway open Okay. You know, when they feel comfortable, then fully close it. And then when they feel even more comfortable, then turn off the internal light. Okay. You know, it'll only take you about five to 10 minutes to realize there's nothing special to the pod. All it is is a large bath with a roof can on it. You open know, it there? You open it there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The cameras, but. Obviously, I have the light off down the back there, but it's not yeah. that big of a pod, obviously. Um, the, the, the light is obviously, the door is super light, you know, so really like how light did that feel there? And obviously I'm a very door. strong guy now, so <laughs> everything feels like. I'll give you that credit then. But um, do you want to leave that on? No, that's no, fine. No. Yeah, yeah. So it's only 10 inches side. deep. I typically get people to go legs down the far end for the reason that the door is within an arm length then, do you know? Yeah. Whereas if somebody is claustrophobic and they're down the far end and they do get anyway panicky, they yeah. might be like, where's the door, where's the door? And you can be surprised how the smallest place will feel like the biggest place, you know, yeah. when you are claustrophobic. So that's why I get a lot of people to literally, your head is directly underneath this, the hand, one hand length and the door will open for you, do you know? Yeah. So if you're claustrophobic, you can leave the lights on, you can leave the pod door open, except it might get a bit chilly, but enough for you to then go, right, I'm confident with this, it's not that big, and then close it down, do you know? Okay. Yeah. And still have the light on. Now, leaving the light on will take away a little bit of the sensory deprivation but most people when they're claustrophobic I always check in at the end to see how they felt what did they do nearly everyone turns off the light I've okay. very I've had maybe two people in three years say I left the light on two people in three years a big number uh, yeah, a small number yeah, compared yeah. to the amount of people that tick the claustrophobia box you know so quite interesting that they start off but if you use that time I think that's where the setup comes in and yeah. you had young Ben setting you up you know of course, yeah, and he's again he's, yeah. a good, he's a good kid like you know but make it because the thing is their confidence is in me their confidence is in Ben, you know. Yeah. If Ben's not got confidence in them up or I'm not confident in them up, they're not going to get in there with confidence. So for us, it's, it's their job to make them more, more confident about getting in as well. Yeah. And that's why we asked that question because I want to put that a little bit more time into reassuring people. Because for me, it's about everyone having a good experience, regardless of whether you're claustrophobic, in it for the physical side of things or the mental side of things. I just want everyone to have great experience, you know. So, yeah, yeah. And, and, and that's, that's the no, way I want Fair play, that's yeah. class. You said something there made me laugh because I remember someone had said to me, one of your, one of your clients, um, somebody about now, I can't remember who it was said to me about their experience that if you 
um, if you kind of get really get into it, you can imagine you're floating through space because yeah. you can't touch the side. So your body has no perception of that you're in an enclosed space. Yeah. And so towards the end, when I was really relaxing, I was trying to imagine, and I actually was floating through space. And I was ghastly, and I thought I was spinning around in circles and fl- flipping. That's all you down. can relate it to. Like people are like, "What? What's it like?" And I'm like, "Well, I've never been to space, but I, I, I think it's like. like that." You know, because yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's all I can relate it to. Well, I thought I was like, flipping, doing flips and rotating, and then I kind of opened my eyes and I was, it was dead center. I wasn't hadn't moved at all. Like. You, so you've been in it, right? So it's not wide. Probably about three, three and a half, four foot wide, yeah. let's say. And I had one guy came out and goes, "I was spinning around that thing." I, well, you weren't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I definitely was. And I said, "No, <laughs> no, no you, way you, you can spin you around." You couldn't have thing. been. And he was sure that he woke up down the other end. And I just said, "Okay, yeah, yeah, cool." That's you know, it's just. Fiz- but that's what it. That's what it makes you feel like that you're doing this and you're doing this and you're doing this, or you're spinning to the right. And next minute, your left shoulder taps the wall. And you think that is not possible. It is. Yeah. But that's what the goal of it is. That's when you know you're letting go. You know, when you're starting 100%. to get them feelings as well. You know, so. Yeah, yeah, I love it. The, the amazing information there, Adam. Really, really appreciate that. That went on a little bit longer than I planned, but we had to keep that going because it was yeah, brilliant. Yeah. So just to kind of round up, people, they obviously, they book in, they come in, they get a pre-briefing, and they have to fill out a little questionnaire for you. Yeah. They come in, they meet you or one of your staff members, they get walked through the process. I'm just saying all this because I know because I did it yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. Um, they come in here, obviously get the shower and all before to get in. Now, there's a question, funny enough how many people ask me this question, do you wear swimming togs as you get in the nip? It gets asked a lot, actually. Yeah, even, even, loads even, of people ask me that. Yeah, so it depends. It, if, if, it gives you, you right if it gives you reassurance wearing swimming togs, wear them. What I will say is, is they will turn to stone from the salt. The, salt. the yeah, amount yeah. of salt that's in the water, that it, it'll harden the clothes. Obviously, you can throw the strength to wash and all, yeah. all well and good. There's no real benefit to wearing clothes, Dan. You're in here alone. You're in the room alone. You're in the pod alone. The water's getting everywhere. The water's highly sanitized, you know. Yeah. So I would say go in your nude, but you do whatever feels comfortable for That you. was why I was freaking out. Because <laughs> I was like, if I fall asleep, don't hit the door. The lads are going to bust in and yeah, get down the yeah. nip floating around in space. In the, in now, it's funny. The I've had a few people that haven't woken up. Have you? So, yeah. yeah. So I've, <laughs> I've made the door in a way that it's an easy release, kind of like, let's say, a, yeah, a wheelchair bathroom or something like that. But I could hear this guy snoring from the outside of the door. So I'm knocking on the door and I could hear, I could hear him like backfiring. <laughs> So eventually I'm knocking, knocking, knocking. It took me 20 minutes. And then eventually he came out and he goes, the first five minutes were good. The last 75 minutes were amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, I fucking know that. Best you were snoring. Years. Um, but yeah, no, you, 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 you could fall asleep in a boat with ways of waking you up. And I've never had to come into the room, thankfully. So deadly, deadly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, come in, have your shower, in you get, in the nip if you want. And then out afterwards, you'll hear the knock or you yeah. buzz, whatever. So like I gently that. knock on the door. My goal is that you should never wake up to my first knock because then it was probably too loud and aggressive. Yeah. So I grow the knock. Usually most people wake up around the third knock, you know. And then what happens is I, I just do another knock to kind of acknowledge that you've heard me and yeah. Not, and then into the shower but my goal is and I just want to throw this in my goal is is that you turn up like that Dan and walk back out like that I have everything I have towels airbrilliant Q-tips body wash shampoo conditioner face cloth you name it I try and bring What's everything that no, no, well, and, and not any, uh, not any of the the special stuff, the mushrooms around like that. that that's maybe when they're legalised. Yeah. Um, but my goal is is that if you're coming to Chantry Lane or you're coming to Malahide, you can walk in the suit and walk back out in the suit because again, it's a meant to be a de-stressor. And when you have to walk around your city centre with a wet towel yeah, or, yeah, or a yeah. suit bag, I wanted that. You don't have to think about anything about being here, do you know? And that's part of the treatment as well. So we try and provide everything in that sense. I love it, man. It's it's absolutely brilliant. I love what you're doing. I love the, I love the direction you're taking it even more than I love what you're doing, incorporating breath work and really thinking about the experience, even that. Like, yeah, yeah. Because that is something like when you go, you, you know yourself, when you go to do something, anything, you're kind of thinking of the before and after and where like parking, oh, am I going to have to carry this stuff around? Will it be wet afterwards? What am I going to kind of do my makeup there? Whatever. Exactly. Um, but we were thinking about all that as well. And now you're talking about integrating it with things like breath work. And, um, and then the last thing I would g- give as, again, not advice, but just my own opinion afterwards, use use what you've, you've done here. You've, you've done something here that's going to give you 
headspace and time yeah, to think. Absolutely. Again, Capitalize I, on I'm it. just saying, I'm, I'm, I'm saying, some people don't like writing, but write it down or talk about it yeah. or think about it some more. Or and you said it to me, don't plan to do anything that evening. And you were dead right because you, you could definitely go straight back to work. You yeah. could play a football game, whatever you want. And lose the benefits. But you'd, you'd lose a lot of the yeah, benefits yeah. because it's a lot, a lot of the time when you do something like this or even a psychedelic or breath work or some journaling, it's it's the practice of it and what you get afterwards and yeah. how you integrate that into your life that gives you the real benefits. You yeah. might think about something in here that you can then implement out there. So you get the benefits of being in the pod, but also you bring the benefits into your life and you implement them. And Absolutely. Integration, and again, I don't want to bang on about psychedelics here, but it's a big phrase people will be familiar with with this kind of therapy is integration. You do the thing, but then you have to integrate that into your life. Yeah, and yeah. Make a part. I would say the exact same thing, but you're thinking of all that, so it's absolutely fantastic. Oh yeah, and it's but that's because it's, it's kind of who I am as well. You yeah. know, like I, I I'm into this stuff. I'm into relaxing. I I'm into trying some things. You know, yeah. Um, and and finding myself at the same time. I like love you it, know, man. so I, yeah, 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 I completely agree. But one thing is, we're on the where where we are now, right now, we're on the coast. Fucking walk up the promenade after it. It's yeah. nothing like you know. And I often recommend people don't don't rush getting back into your car unless you have to. You know, before you come, don't be high on caffeine. Don't be high on Coca Cola or anything. Great advice, like actually. Yeah. You know, like if you're coming, you will not. I, I could drink a coffee down and go asleep, right? I but can't. what I can promise you is, I'm not being restored while I'm asleep. Yeah. My my internal parts are all still revving up. Why? Because caffeine is doing that. So I've had a lot of people are like, yeah, coffee, coffee doesn't affect me. It might not give you energy, but it certainly is affecting your internal system from turning yeah. off. You know. So if you're coming, guys. Three hours beforehand, no caffeine, good amount of water. And then as you get close to this, this session, no more water so that you're not feeling the, the urge to go to the loo and anything like that, you know. But I definitely think after it, try not to be in a rush, like I said, because one of the worst things is this planning something that's meant to switch you off to then go back into that deep stress again. Yeah. Switch off, stay off. So yeah. if that means you have to book an 8 p.m. one or a 7 p.m. one or a 5 p.m. one and then have the evening off after that, all well and good. You know, that's what you want to be doing or go for a small walk after and, and spend a bit longer in them thoughts, you know, rather than straight back into the car, straight back into the program. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, milk, milk it for everything, everything that you yeah, get out of it. Absolutely, that's amazing. So we've got the the one pod here at the moment, two in Chantry Lane, two in Chantry Lane, um, and then my plan out here, roughly around March time, is, is this will remain a one pod um, facility, but it'll be potentially a coupled pod facility. So not that I would so recommend you and the that. Your friend now can actually get in and do this. <laughs> Me and James can go yeah, north yeah, south, yeah. 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 But you know, I'm gonna I want that service because a lot of people do want to go with somebody or go with their partner. You yeah. know. Genuinely, would I get in with James? I would, yeah, I wouldn't give a flying fuck. You know, I would wear shorts though. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Um, this pod is going to be much bigger. I'm getting it from a company called Dream Pod over in uh, the States. So cool. it's, a, it's a two person pod. It's much wider, it's much longer. And uh, yeah, so it, it's a one person pod as well, but it gives that if anyone does want to flow with their partner, then the space will be there, you know? So it's yeah. amazing, man. Yeah. I won't be telling you. I'll, be, I'll come and get into the two <laughs> Keep pod it for yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, br- brilliant. If anybody wants to book or even get in contact and find out more, what's the best place to get Well, the first thing is, is I'm going to look after any anyone that comes from your podcast Dan so if anyone's coming from Dan's podcast you can just get onto our website and email us um, it's 10 euro off for anybody that mentions Dan's name and um, I hope that's okay ah, I hope that's helpful it's yeah, amazing yeah, yeah. thank you um, very much if we can do we, we're going to try and work on a way of putting a product a, a, a discount code in so they don't have to contact us 100%. they can book manually but for now it is manual and um, book in if you want it does you can book as far as you want as I said we cover everything from there all you need to do is book brilliant yeah. man and you're on Instagram we are on Instagram. It's flow underscore Dublin um, and flotationtherapyireland.com is the website. Brilliant, brilliant. Adam Ward, thanks so much for your time. Thanks for having us here. Spot it was, on, it was fascinating. We, we hammered through that 30 minutes. I don't know how long we're gone now. But <laughs> That's uh, all right. it, it, class, really, really interesting. You're obviously fucking, you're, you're so switched on when it comes to this kind of stuff. This is not just a business venture. You're, you're I really love it. helping improve yeah, people's yeah. lives here. So I, I appreciate that. I love it. And um, yeah, looking forward to working with you going forward. Super. Brilliant. Thanks so much. 
Well, folks, if that didn't convince you to want to give it a go, I don't know what will. Thank you so much, Mr. Adam Ward. Such a great and enlightening episode. I didn't expect it to go on that long, but there was so much more information than even I knew going into this conversation that we had to keep going. I hope you enjoyed this episode. As always, guys, if you did enjoy it, please do give me your feedback. I get loads and loads of messages after each and every episode, and it's fantastic to see that people are enjoying the content that we're putting out, but there's never too many messages. So shoot me a DM, send me an email. If you like what we're putting out there, do let me know, because it helps keep the motivation going to keep creating these episodes. And Spotify have just released their review system for their app. It's extremely simple. If you're listening on Spotify right now, just go to the top of the podcast page there's a little star on the right hand side click it and leave your review you don't have to write anything all you have to do is leave a little star review when you're creating content like this every little bit of feedback that you get is absolutely invaluable so please if you have five seconds do take the time and let us know what you think thanks again to mr adam ward remember guys this podcast is sponsored by flotation therapy ireland and you guys get a lovely discount when you mention primal the podcast or myself when you're booking in either the malahide facility or the Chancery Lane facility. So do yourself a favour and book yourself in a float. You will not regret it. Thanks so much for listening as always. Here we go 2022. I'll see you in the next one.